At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Testing. 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 Hey, welcome back to Legit Bat. We have uh, Grimerica on today. It's Darren and Graham. They have an awesome show. Definitely check them out. We uh, talked about all kinds of weird shit. It just kind of flip-flopped back and forth. Talked about all kinds of shit, from uh, eating your neighbors, to hunting, to Biden. All of it's in there. If you want to support our show, it's Joe Hodgson on Cash App. If you want to support Grimerica, it's grimerica.ca slash support. They have all kinds of cool merch on there, masks, all the good stuff. But uh, enjoy the chat, and we will see you next week. So I'm Graham, and this is Darren. Grimes of Grimerica. We've been going for like seven and a half years. We started talking about ancient mysteries and alternative history and UFOs and, and uh, you know, just bleeds into the war on consciousness, basically. So for seven and a half years, we've been interviewing guests. Like, we really just ask the questions. And we've learned a little bit along the way, but it's uh, it's been just a show about uh, all kinds of crazy stuff, really. Hey, Darren? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's an adventure. We've switched our belief systems over and over throughout the whole thing, and it's been a journey. Now it's like a, uh, it's like a business. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like responsibility. I was I get in trouble for what I say. I found out, like Graham was what? saying, Graham was saying the other day that I convinced someone not to do vaccines, and I was like, I've been thinking about that, and I'm like, huh, maybe I should just keep my fucking mouth shut. <laughs> Even more so than I already do, but well, it wasn't that you convinced them. You argued with a conspiracy guy, Gordo from Gordo. the conspiracy guys. You pushed back on vaccinations because he was doing his research, and and obviously, what the way you pushed back helped somebody realize that there's more to this than you know what they're saying. I, I love that show. Is Gordo pro vax or what? Well, he we we were pretty shocked because he was doing all this research in vaccines, and we we're like, "Wow, well, you haven't even touched on all this stuff that we've talked about." About we weren't even talking about that. Were we? we were no, just we doing weren't. A random show about something else. But Darren had like, been researching it for a couple of years, and that was one of the few topics that Darren was able to go on, to, let's say, on another show and talk about it. You know, without just having guests, because you 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 got into it quite like, deep. It's not there. like we're anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I was like, "Well, wait a sec." 
Yeah. That's been a fun show. It's good. I wouldn't uh, change it, I don't think. I would wish we didn't talk it's just, about COVID so much. It's just weird that, that we're living in the middle of this conspiracy now, and we're, we argue back and forth over how much to touch on COVID because now it's become politicized. Everything's politicized, pop culture, politics. And, and you know, you get shoved to one side or the other depending on what, what your stance is in the moment, and it's just very, very strange times. And we sort of avoided politics for quite a while, but now you can't help it, right? Like you were I, just asking about Trudeau. I mean, we could help now him. it starts to affect your daily life. That's what yeah. I'm, I'm seeing. I mean, Alberta's handling the lockdowns different than Ontario and different than BC. That well, it's kinda, that's how it is down here, too. Times this weekend. What's that? You I might have broke the law several times this weekend. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what the laws are. But I well, had, we're probably breaking it right now, just being I've here had together. A bunch of people over to my house. I was thinking today there's like a train of people. Michael was here for a while, <laughs> and then he left, and then Nate was over, and <laughs> Natasha was here the whole time. And I was just thinking, huh? And I got a poster up from my window that says, uh, "We don't snitch on our neighbors." <laughs> that's awesome. Like, no kidding, this guy wants us to not snitch because he's just have he's got a fucking brain <laughs> of people. And I thought my buddy Johnny was going to show up here at some point today too. I was just like, oh god, because we just called. recently went into. Like, I don't a, think a, I'm allowed to have anyone in my house, or I get a fine. Yeah, we went into that stage of lockdown, so you can wow. still go to a restaurant with a small fan with a family with or the people shopping. you're with. Well, the COVIDs um, don't go to restaurants as long as you wear a mask in between bites. That's our governor's stance in California. So he's wow. he's a peach. Yeah, your governor's a fucking idiot, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my premier is a fucking idiot, too. I, he did say something the other day that finally made sense, but then he said a bunch of other shit that just made me want to punch him. So I don't he's know. really walking that line about keeping freedoms and our charter of rights. And he says, we, we made a mistake before telling you not to go to your local stores like uh, shutting those down and keeping the big box stores up so he's saying now go to go shop locally don't go to the big box stores like he's really pushing back and there was some leaked uh leaked tape about you should him close the big box stores i'd like to see how fucking long that lasts before <laughs> fucking costco's at his fucking house yeah <laughs> never mind costco's open again it's okay but i think there was a leaked tape about our, our health uh, what do you call her then the health advocate, the health minister, I don't know, whatever the provincial health authority is. Ours? I guess he wasn't listening to her with the lockdown. So uh, there's big controversy here. Yeah. No, I do not recognize these people as authorities over me. I did not vote for them. Yeah, well, that's what they're trying to do all over the place. I mean, look at Gates being on TV trying to talk about what he wants to do for the health of the public. And it's like, who the fuck are you, dude? You made shitty computers. You know, I got this old Windows computer. It's actually the old fucking computer James gave us that still doesn't have the right power cord. And it's just like collecting dust now. We don't use it. We finally got some new stuff. Still Windows, though. Yeah. Which is interesting because we run mostly Mac, but then we run Windows for this because Windows is just better at some stuff. Because, yeah. I mean, I... Linux could probably do it or Linux or whatever the fuck, but I don't really know how to do that. So anyway... I haven't, we haven't updated it or anything. It's just run Skype for years and it's been angry about this power cord that's 130 watts and it really wants it to be 150 watts. <laughs> but then my daughter like drags this thing out and has installed the Sims 4 on it and she wants to breed pets. 
and it just doesn't work. So, um, breed pets in, in sim, yeah. I guess you can start breeding these fucking oh my God. pets or whatever. It cost me 20 bucks. Why didn't you get and, a real uh, pet? <laughs> what's that? Sorry, I said, Why didn't you get a real pet? There's some responsibility. Oh, we have oh, they got real pets. <laughs> chickens. We don't need any more real pets. We got chickens and bunnies and cats and dogs. No dogs here, but um so I'm like, okay, well, it's like you need fucking fifty-five updates or something like that. And I'm like, well, maybe I can just can I just update it to the to the latest thing because it's on Windows 7. And I guess it's like Windows 10 now. And I'm like, well. Can I just update it to Windows 10? It's like, and Natasha is like, when she knows Windows and stuff. She's like, well, no, then you got to buy it. It's like uh, 110 bucks. And I'm like, oh well. Can I just go up to Windows 8? And it's like, no, well, that's like 45 bucks. And it's like, well, can't you just? Isn't there like a button that just like fucking updates everything so it's good to go? And that was 40 bucks to get this fucking program that would update all the drivers. So, I mean, bless her heart, she sat there for like an hour and a half and updated all these fucking drivers one by one on the computer. And I just, it really made, you know, the extra money you pay for that Mac, it costs a fucking fortune and it can't do a bunch of stuff. I'll admit, you know, that we need the PC to run the streaming stuff and, you know, the really high-end photo and video stuff the pc just it's it's highly customizable and you can add more horsepower in it whereas the max you can't really do that so much but as far as just fucking working like and it's like oh the new operating system's out it's free just press this button whenever you want to put it in <laughs> and it updates all my drivers and it just does everything and i just it really made me realize, you know, because sometimes I wonder if it's worth the extra thousand bucks. And then today it realized it was worth the extra thousand bucks. Are you getting oh, to yeah. a point about how Bill Gates has taken over the world and he created that I whole thing? Like, this is what's going through my head the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> fucking Bill Gates wants money from me every fucking way I turn. No, that's funny. <laughs> we were just talking about computer that. computer that came with Windows. Shouldn't it just come with the new Windows and the new Windows and the new Windows? This is like it's like buying someone a pet. <laughs> that now this pet needs to be fed and it needs water and it's going to need a new leash and a new collar. So you bought someone a fucking responsibility. Got to wipe its That's ass. Like buying someone a PC laptop. Like, mm. here you go. It'd be great for like a year and then it's going to need this and that and you're going to need a new virus protector. Like, I've never had a virus protector on any of my laptops. And I mean, I'm looking at porn and stuff. You know, I used to do some real sketchy shit on a laptop. We weren't going to get into that. And, uh, you know, never had a problem on my Mac. PC fucking wrecked. That we were just talking about this the other day because I, I haven't got a new laptop since 2010, and I've been I tried to run the podcast on that one for a while, and it just just wasn't working. It was so terrible. So Jen, I didn't even introduce you. Sorry, it's my wife Jen. Hi. I'm Joe. Anyway, What's that? Uh, we uh. So she got me this brand new fucking PC and it runs beautifully, but I'm having all these little problems because I'm so used to being on my iPhone and the ease of the iOS and just, oh, duh, I want to do this, push that button. And it just works. No drivers, nothing. It just, just fucking works. So I go to try to set up all the audio stuff on this and it's just one thing after another. One setting is off and it throws the whole shit. That's, that's why we just got gear. So it's just all like there's fucking two cords going on the computer. One-eighth in and a one-eighth out, and that's fucking it. Oh, so you just have like a mixing board or something like that? Yeah, we run a mixer and uh, and a bunch of uh, 
you know, like an EQ and a compressor and stuff. And then we got, we got the one main PC that runs everything in the stream. And then we got another. So we got one. So you know, a dedicated you, Skype, you, like Zoom computer, right? Yeah. Then we got a cheap little, like $200 computer with Windows and stuff. And that just runs Skype and that runs in a mixer. And that's how we're able to send the feedback to you guys that has everything in it except you guys. Nice. That's awesome. So you guys have it figured out. I'm a. Uh... I'm a ways from that, but you've been going out this for yeah, like five years. Yeah, but it's not really yeah. though, because like we're not fucking portable. Whereas yeah. you can probably just take your computer and your mics and away you go. Like for us to go on the road is like a fucking ordeal. Yeah, <laughs> because nothing, there's nothing digital in our process until we get to the finished. I mean, it, our our signal doesn't go digital until it actually goes into that that Zoom HN6 or whatever. Huh. And then that goes into the computer and gets edited from there. So, like, I guess we've tried to go on the road. We just take the Zoom and we plug some mics into that, but it's not the same. No, we've had a it's couple. Not the uh, same as having like the built-in digital stuff to have a gate and all that kind of stuff you could yep. do with software. If you're like, like Curry's pretty fully digital. I think. I don't know if you guys listen to No Agenda or not. Yeah, I do. I haven't uh, listened recently. I've been catching up on your guys' show and a couple others, but they're they're great. We just had a uh, Midnight Mike on from OBDM, and he's I love that show too. He's fucking great. So I, I did yeah, want to ask you guys. Listen to that. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. It was just a casual conversation. We just he texted me at like ten o'clock that morning and was like, "Hey, how about one o'clock?" I'm like, "Okay, I'll fucking set up real quick." Oh, yeah, Luckily, I'm on vacation. I was like, "Uh, I work." I have a real job now and I can't listen to podcasts or do them during the day anymore. Yeah. I, we, <laughs> I have no well, time. Bad, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Limited windows. But I did, I, I've heard a couple of your shows about simulation theory and I wanted to, I know you're into that a lot. What, what's your basic thought on that? I mean, without getting all scientific, cause none of us are fucking scientists here. My thought. Um, well, it's probably a simulation. Yeah, it seems to be that uh, um, all the religions sort of point in that direction, and so does science, really. At the end of the day, science and quantum physics kind of point to the fact that it's all just fields and empty space. And, uh, well, it's not empty space. You mean... It is empty space. This is all empty space. Well, if you go down far enough, it's not. <laughs> you cease to exist. It's the holographic, <laughs> the holographic uh, universe. That's the Nassim Herman stuff, eh? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I got a lot of time for that stuff. So, but his thing is still ends up being a fucking simulation. We, uh, that's what I mean. I mean, we got into synchronicities from listeners, and there's so many crazy synchronicities that cannot be true. That like you know that they I are, they are true, this... but I mean, there's just mind-blowing odds that this stuff can happen and it makes you wonder i take the simulation serious simulation theory so seriously that this is why i don't pay attention to fucking covid and politics as much as humanly possible i mean it's it sneaks in all over the place you can't fully ignore it but you can not seek it out or at least limit the times that you are seeking it out not just be you know constantly refreshing or looking or trying to be one up on everything because it's like you've got this weird thing where the simulation is kind of this this weird sort of thing being co-run 
by seven billion, seven and a half billion humans are co-running this giant simulation. With their currency of attention. Reality with their attention and with everything else, they're running this motherfucker. And people like Scott Adams and fucking Naveen or whatever that motherfucker's name and these other people have started to figure this out and talk about it. Mike Cernovich talks about it from time to time. People that have just figured out how to like... um, you hack can it. you can hack it in a certain way, and you hack it by focused intention on what you want, what you're doing. Um, I mean, Scott Adams, which is not new. I mean, he's he's got the more you know persuasion affirmation part of it, but this is old old tech, ancient yeah. tech. Yeah, it's been around going forever. back to to Hermes Trismegistus. I mean, so everyone paying attention to COVID all the time doesn't help. You know, I don't think. And then you can get caught in that thing thinking you got you got to push back. You know we're we're the pushback. We got to push back, but it's still just we're just caught in this fucking cycle where we're now we're Fox News. We're arguing with you know Fox News switch sides. Like everyone's like, what the fuck happened to Fox News? Well, what happened to Fox News is the alternative media became the new right, and now they don't they could go over the left now just like where they belong. Uh, I but think uh, Ricky you know, from the owners. Ricky from the Ripple Effect brings that up. He's like. Our views haven't really changed. The parties have kind of flipped in the last you know decade or so. What what used to be more of a liberal idea has kind of moved over to the other side now, and now the progressive left is just this off the rails, not almost fascist. I mean, you see Antifa out there; they're more fascist than the fascists they say they're fighting against. Here we go getting into politics. Yeah, well, again. well, they're like a different brand of fascism. I mean, it's all fascism. The right's got their own brand of fascism. I mean, Bush, Warren, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they're all on the same team, but the far right and the far left are just different flavors of corporatism and fascism. And it's like the far left thinks what they think socialism and communism look like are actually just super hybrid fascism because they just want private companies to own all this stuff instead of the state. They're against the state owning it. They don't trust the state. So, I mean, I think they're, they're sort of the same thing, but I do think that, that the alternative is in the, is in danger of being co-opted by, by the right, I think, in a, in a lot of ways. Just it's so blatant on the left that I think that I can't see. Well, not only by the right, but it might be like you guys were talking about on your episode with uh, probably with the dangerous pod guy. I'm not sure, but you guys were both mentioning how when you get to a certain level, you're you're bought. Yeah. Whether it's Rogan or uh, Sam Tripoli, that kind of thing. It's like try and find some fucking content that isn't a book that doesn't have and i'm not i guess there's probably a bunch of tv shows and stuff but try and find a fucking podcast that doesn't have anything about COVID. no there's tons man there's tons of specialized podcasts out there in 2007 i could download a podcast and talk about anything i wanted to learn about yeah which one Give me a couple seconds because i was talking (laughs) to someone the other day and they said the fucking knitting podcasts are out of control Knitting? The knitting, the knitting community is out of control. There's I mean, podcasts for they're fucking knitting. knitting. What are you going to do while you're knitting? You listen to shit. Knitting's boring enough to watch. Why are you going to listen to the knitting? So the knitting community has come highly become highly politicized. 
<laughs> and I just think it's it's gotten into everything. I think it'd be hard to find content that doesn't have either something about fucking Donald Trump or COVID. I really think that's where we're at. It's almost like and we're being forced to talk about it. Well, it's being forced down exactly. our throats. It's, it's all like we hear. It's in everything. That instead of talking about all the stuff we used to talk about, you're stuck talking about the same bullshit that's on CNN. You're just telling it. You're just fighting back against it. But but you could argue that it's because it's in your face. You they're, could, they're, you taking over, no, you, you could, they're taking yeah. over. They're taking over the world. Yeah. There's a great reset upon us. I mean, Probably. it really is. So. Maybe. At least uh -oh. emotionally or who's keeping an eye on mentally. the UFOs in the meantime. I know. Not you. I listened You're to James I listened to a skeptical article that wasn't about COVID. It was about raising the conversation past level zero. There you go. It no was on Friday. Mentioned? I don't think they did. You don't I don't believe you. <laughs> I listened to a D and D video just yesterday that wasn't about COVID. Your D&D is broken up because of COVID. Your little D&D group. <laughs> there you go. That's why we talk about it. It's oh. infiltrated our D&D group. Graham, you're a D&D &D guy. Any of my hunting relationships. Nobody gives a fuck. It's not talked about. We hop in the truck. Nobody's wearing a mask. It's fucking life as usual. Dude, that's how D &D it was uh, off last... Fucking rails. Yeah, a couple weeks ago when I was on vacation, I forgot about all this shit for like a solid week. Granted, I was in my house most of the time doing house shit, but it was glorious. Didn't have to wear a mask. Didn't have to do anything. I haven't once. I, I like Darren's uh, never masker stance. I haven't once <laughs> when I've gone to Walmart or Costco or anything worn a mask in there. They give me one at the door and I'm like, thanks, put it in my pocket. Nobody fucking hassles me. Wow. We are wow. in a pretty kind of conservative area of California as far as California goes. So they're not, it's not being enforced as much up here, but, uh, yeah, it's just fucking interesting the way different areas deal with it. My co-host that couldn't be on tonight, my little brother, uh, lives about six hours south, almost near Fresno, and he said he can't go anywhere without wearing a mask. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't what even worry about it. Would up they here. stop him at the door? Do they block you? Like, I yeah, I don't understand. I think there's how a certain thing where you they have signs everywhere oh, that say you can't come in unless you're wearing a mask, but you can still go. Yeah. They just might not like it. I see it. those signs all the time. Yeah, we I do see too. those signs all the time. But nobody yeah. ever fucking says a word to me. Mm -hmm. Except for those motherfuckers at Sport Check. <laughs> uh, the only people but here are at Costco. Sport Check. They go fuck themselves. Uh, I should watch my language. Anyway. This is a family show. Dollarama. Dollarama is usually just like, do you want a mask? And I'll just be like, I don't want a mask. <laughs> it was a big smile, though. No, I don't want a mask. Hi. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And that's that's that. There's usually a security guard there staring at his phone. But I, but I really feel like this is the this is the turning point. This is it. I mean, it this is the around. quickening that we've talked about He's for years, right? What? Well, it's like the it took a while to get you actually to not wear a mask. No, I don't go anywhere that I'd have to wear a mask. No, I mean, I just do, don't. Though. Now you go to Safeway. Yeah, well, now it's come to our little community. That's different. Otherwise, I stay away from the city and I shop here. Now, shopping here, I don't wear a mask. That's like, right? That's my, I'm proud. my line. <laughs> How big is your uh, city where you live? It's not It's not big. It's, it's uh, 17,000. Yeah. Just oh, shit. A little. It's just outside of Calgary, like 25 minutes out of Calgary. 
okay. But now Art- we've been encompassed in the city rules. You know, they yep. just they creep away farther and farther and pull you into their bullshit lockdown stuff. It's Not it's affecting everywhere in Canada now. It's affecting the small towns in Saskatchewan and BC. Like it, they're they're clamping down quite a bit. It's uh, that's what I mean. It's hard not to talk about it because we're entering into this is the first few days of this lockdown. It's going to go for weeks and it's not going to go away because they're just going to blame it on all of us that aren't wearing any masks <laughs> and the tests. They can just ramp up the test to whatever they want to the, the whatever the results they really want to see. It's disgusting what's happening. Yeah. And the whole thing is going to go on for who knows how long until people, I think, just resist or until it, they officially destroy the economy and, and bring in UBI. I mean, how else can it be? They're still talking about it openly. Yep. You know, and they still are, are the heads of our health still said, if you die with COVID and not of it, we still count it as a COVID death. This has been the longstanding thing. They all talked about it. How come that's not big news? How come people don't even add that up to the I equation mean, right now? We know why it's because not big it's news. Because it's being shoved <laughs> in your face how deadly and horrible and scary it is and how terrifying everyone, uh, terrified everyone should be. And that's what they're doing. They're not like paying attention to the facts around the it. They keep talking yeah. about cases, cases, cases. And then they talk about deaths and deaths are sad. Don't get me wrong. But 200,000 deaths compared to the millions of people who've had it just doesn't sound terrifying to me it's well we have we have some really good friends that are pretty far left progressive and we still get along with them we you know hang out smoke doobies whatever but when they they'll get on this you know this tirade where they're like we are in a pandemic it sounded like i was watching the news and i'm like are you what do you say i was like the, she's like yeah the cdc said i'm like the cdc by their own numbers shows that we're not their definition of a pandemic does not fit what's going on here. And she's like, we are in a pandemic. I'm like, okay, well, we've hit a wall here. I, we can't talk about this anymore. Let's go play Cards Against Humanity and uh, get over it. Because Jesus Christ, lady. Was she wearing a mask? No. No, that's what's funny is she, they will wear a mask. Uh, she works at a little store, so she will wear a mask uh, if her boss tells her to. Or if somebody comes in with a mask, she'll wear one. Um her husband though works in the medical field, so he has to wear one. I can, I can see that. All the, all the fucking medical offices here are all masked up all the time. But, I mean, I'm a FedEx driver. I never wear one. Don't, don't tell my boss. We're supposed to wear one on road. But I wear one for an hour in the morning so that they don't get on me, and then I fucking chuck it off and continue about my day. This is just never going to go away, though. Like, where's that? What's the end of this? It's not going to go back to See, normal. I figured if Biden got became president, it would go away because he would just be like, ta-da, See, I'm better than yeah. Trump. You know, well, exactly. That's yet. exactly president to no. January. But that wrinkly but, old ball sack. But I mean, they this that discount. I mean, that's what friends of mine are telling me too. But that discounts the whole Great Reset. I mean, they still do need to put this in place. They're not going to back off now. You, they're not going to, they cannot back down now. I was going to lead into that with the great reset shit. That Klaus Schwab, unbelievable tool, dude. Have you seen all the tweets he does? It's no, unreal. I seen the tweets, but I've heard enough of him. I've seen collections of his tweets and it's just like, it. you will own nothing and you will be happy. Like, what the fuck is this? How is this dude in prominent like display on the media? What the fuck is going on here? It's, it's really been making me think because I've been reading these books on secret societies and the secret doctrine that go back to the mid-1800s and they're writing about all this. 
And it really, there was all kinds of these societies in Europe trying to take over each other, take over countries and trying to become international. I mean, in the 1850s, the unions became international, um, communism type stuff. And then I'm thinking this, it really puts everything into context when you look at what's happening now with WEF and uh, the WHO and the IMF. Like these are the modern visible version of the old secret societies, I feel like. Like now they're just in in this um, NGO, fake charity, you know, organizations that are just money laundering and, and trying to take over the world basically. And they don't hide it. I mean, they're being overt about it. I, I'm starting to think of all those organizations – as like the seven heads of the beast. Then you get your, yep. your mark, your mark of the beast, whatever implant, you know, that's, that's on the very far end of uh, conspiracy theories, <laughs> but it's starting to happen now. Like people have been talking about this for years and it's actually coming to pass. And we're all so just going to go. It doesn't help that they throw all the numbers in there that make it look really bad. Like the six, six, six and the, Luciferes and like do you they, think that's just rubbing it, rubbing it in everyone's face? Yeah, or is like... yeah. I think they're just rubbing it in and just fueling the conspiracy theories even more. You know, and make, make us look even crazier. Zero six zero six zero six. I mean, come on. <laughs> are they trying to like fulfill biblical prophecy or prophecies? Are they trying to like bring it in, or are they just making fun know. of I mean, it? Like, this is the big question: Is does it have an inert power? Like, does that come with a power? The 33s that you see everywhere, you know, when these cases start ramping up, it's 33 this, 33 that. They put that magic number in all the media. Is that a is that a signal or does it have the resonant power? I mean, that's the same with the the esoteric stuff like the 666 and all the uh, when they when they reveal their method. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the what the real answer is. But well, it's kind of the basis of uh, chaos magic, right? But your um, intention. There's so much intention chaos or just magic in general i guess you guys know more about chaos magic i've heard plenty of your shows with that on there yeah i don't know i mean i don't know how it works to be honest with you i guess the symbol i guess this yeah i guess i see what you mean with the symbols and the uh the intention in there well yeah it's almost like a tulpa effect what is that what's chaos magic i don't know what that is when you when you draw when you you can write like the the process would be you write out this intention you take out the vowels you make the consonants into a symbol and then you energize that symbol. Oh, Didn't you have an experience with that? Yeah, you had an experience with that, right? I've had some crazy experiences with it. Let's hear it. And friends of mine too. Well, um, I I did one once about eight or nine years ago before the show probably 10 years ago now, nine or 10 years ago. And it just changed my whole life, like 180. Like I, I had to, uh, get out of this, uh, toxic relationship type thing. And it just like, as soon as I did that, everything shifted around. I had this opportunity to get out and I took it and, um, it was crazy. And then I've done some sort of protection type sigils. That's the one that I was stopped, remembering. Yeah. That stopped, uh, yeah, that stopped, uh, my girlfriend's, uh, incubus attacks, like in the tracks. Very strange. It happened twice. Wow. Yeah, that was super. I don't. I don't think it was creepy, but and then get this. The weird part about that. So I'm just totally shortcutting all of it. I don't need to get into the details, but it happened twice where I did this. This symbol did this 
sort of protection meditation for her and it stopped it for the first time in decades for her. It's never happened before. It stopped this, basically the shadow man demon from attacking in the middle of the night in its tracks twice. Then I gave somebody, actually Mike at OBDM, <laughs> I gave Mike the information on that. And the night after I gave him that, my girlfriend got attacked by that oh. thing. The oh, I remember you telling, telling us about that. Yeah. Fucking nuts. So, so very strange energetic, energetic shift. As I gave the instructions or information over, it happened again. That's, so That's what I mean by like, if, if, if you're having success or non-success with that on a small scale, can you imagine what is happening on a grand scale? Like with yeah. a bunch of people's intent coming together to do this. Yeah. yeah. Like the media, the fear in the media, right? I mean, that's what they're doing. They're casting spells. Yeah. Witches. Witches. Darren, do you need to smoke a doobie over there? No, I'm good. I had a long <laughs> hip. Oh, yeah. You, you seem pretty rough. I run pretty level all the time, you know? I, I thought, I was thinking you might have done some edibles or something by the. I don't think if I ever get pulled over and swabbed, I'll be fucked. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> it was three days without smoking weed. I know my buddy fucking quit smoking weed for fucking two weeks for his fucking t- test what? for the for work, and he still fell. Oh damn! Yeah, we had a friend that did that. She quit for like six weeks and still failed. No, she quit for three months and was she failed. Was it three months? Yes, oh, it I thought was, it was like three six months. Weeks. And Jesus she failed. Sounds like a, that sounds like a PCR test. That's yeah. It <laughs> right. just becomes part of your person. Yeah. She also Which hung is, out in a house where people were smoking all day. Nobody knows the difference. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I don't know nothing about chaos magic. I don't play with that shit. I don't do like energy stuff or summon UFOs. I'm very much grounded. I'm the opposite of Graham. I, I, I respect that. that about you. You like to go out in the woods and hunt and fish and... You're on probably the correct side of whatever the end of this whole year is going to be. <laughs> right. I've been trying. We've been trying to do that a little bit more. Um, going to probably dig up our yard, half of our yard at least, and do gardening shit. While we still own stuff. Yeah. Uh, this year is. Re- I think it's actually been good for a lot of people realizing. Oh shit! Maybe we should be a little more self-sufficient because, I mean, look at the toilet paper thing. Like I was, I was like, I'll be good. I'll wipe my ass with my hand and go wipe it on something. I don't care about that. But as far as food, (laughs) you can't just wipe your ass with your hand and eat. So we've been trying. I think here we're already out of lettuce and green onions. The Safeway lady said doesn't look like they haven't seen that for a while and doesn't look like it's coming around anytime soon. Well, those are pretty (laughs) easy to grow at least. So it's starting. I mean, I predicted that we'd see a big drop off from fresh vegetables this this winter. Luckily, I don't really think vegetables are super important. You get a couple of bags of frozen peas, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been on the fat protein, you'll be all right. That's yeah. basically what I've been doing the last couple of years is a lot of, uh, be- not quite the Jordan Peterson level of just all beef all the time, but uh, definitely mostly protein and fat. Never felt better. Lost like fucking 30 pounds. It's wow. Insane. Yeah. And he wasn't fat to begin I, with. You. Well, no, it was. So I didn't treat it now. like a diet either. I just kind of did that during the week, and then on the weekends I'd have some fucking pizza or whatever. But just doing that five days a week at work made a huge difference. So uh, yeah, I I'm, think that's closer to how a lot most of us were eating. You know, yeah. fruit was would have been very seasonal. A little bit here and there in the summer, vegetables too, very seasonal. Yeah, and just a 
a lot of meat and fat and fish and we just did a show that hasn't come out yet um called first we eat it was with a uh, documentary a, a lady in uh northern canada like 300 kilometers from the arctic circle what the fuck is and kilometers? they did their, their whole family went a whole year leading local only wow. oh wow yeah so it was really interesting documentary I just cut like 50 elks. There's 50 or 60 elk steaks today. Oh, damn. A bunch of roasts. Yeah. See, you got the advantage, though, because you're native, right? You can you can pretty much hunt whenever, wherever. I have all sorts of advantages. You got native privilege. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's not really an excuse because um, in Canada, anyway, like just in Alberta, if you're willing to drive eight hours north... You get uh, there's a lot of tags to be had up in northern Alberta where there's no people. What do you mean? Like you can get a moose tag every year. You can get an elk tag every year. Oh, by location, like if you're willing to go up north where there's no people, you get them here too if you're willing to. Just more work. Yeah. Why? What do you mean? The general like there's a general elk, there's a general moose archery, I think, but there's a general elk in the mountains. Which would be a harder tag to fill. So you get a tag and then you got to go to the area that the tag is for and, and kill it there? Yes. Oh, I see. But in northern Alberta, there's a lot of generals. If, you, you know, if you're willing to take a month off a year and go up there and do it like that, I think, I think there's a ton of room. I mean, I know my, my buddy's white dude and he's got fucking five, 600 pounds of food in his freezer, or meat in his freezer right now. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's harder here. Uh, California actually doesn't have terrible hunting. But to get a tag is, you basically have to get drawn. So my dad puts in every year to get drawn. Hardly ever happens now. If you want, like you said, not three hours, but if you want to drive all the way over to fucking Wisconsin, you can basically kill as many antelope as you want. There's a lot of great elk hunting, I think in Colorado maybe. But you have to go somewhere else besides California to actually get the amount of food you would want. And it's it's a process. It's a week. It's a lot of miles, a lot of work. What about Oregon? Antelope is I don't great. Know how it is up there? Antelope is really good. Oh yeah, he made some jerky out of it. Little. Yeah, sausage, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I make all my own shit. I shot a couple antelope this year. Nice. I just shot a giant elk last week. I've been slowly carving apart. He's still mostly hanging in my garage. Weren't you talking about how your daughter was like wanting to do the gutting and stuff to you? Oh yeah, they they help out with a ton of the cutting. <laughs> they were helping the other yesterday and the day before cut it off. I can't imagine my kids hanging for four or five days and they're ready to go at it. Is that something you've done your whole life? Nice. Have you hunted your whole life? I just really got into hunting in the last year or so. Oh, I wow. I was around it a lot when I was younger, but I haven't been hunting for you know this really the last year. But when I really. Good timing, it. really, because didn't you get into it right before this whole COVID thing? Or? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that perfect good timing. timing. <laughs> we have to start doing that. We have to invest in seriously. No, I, I talked to my dad this we year. Kind of I actually, so. I kind of want to do get into the bow hunting thing because you get a better tag at a better time of year, but it is a lot fucking harder. But that seems like more fun too. More work. Yeah. Yeah. Graham, you're uh, not not, not so much into the hunting, huh? You like the supermarket? Nah, no. I got a bow. Darren got me a bow, but nice. it's just for self-defense. For self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> I made him cut up a deer. Yeah, I, I helped skin uh, skin the last one that he had in here, and but I'm not I'm not gonna kill anything. 
Unless it comes, <laughs> I mean, I will if it comes down to it. I mean, if it's, you know, us in the the wilderness and it's a survival thing, fine, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody doesn't need to, everyone just needs a couple people that can, you know, so that you can, we need all sorts of people to make that's community. That's how the world used to work. Food on the table and, you know, ground can make baked bread. We got people that go out and kill, to... kill the food and then the ones that stay in the kitchen and make sandwiches out of the food. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'd be making the sandwiches, just so you know. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm like... Yeah, we made 400 sausages last weekend. 300, or 300, no, it's 309 sausages last weekend. Holy shit. Yeah, so, that's uh, about if, six months worth of sausages. We do it twice a year. If the shit hits the fan, I'm going to drive my ass up to your place. I'll shoot you if you come out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I respect that. How are the gun laws up there? Aren't you guys going crazy with gun laws too? Or was that Australia? Uh, I can't remember. I think they banned a bunch of stuff, but I think it'll get hung up in court. I don't know. I don't really pay attention. I, you just I do what got you my want. gun license, so I just got it uh, like, what, like three weeks ago. Just in time to go on the army base because you needed your gun license for that. So Is that concealed carry or, or open carry? You're not allowed to. Well, I can open carry my rifle wherever the fuck I want. But right. you can't you can't have handguns in Canada. Oh shit! You need like a all? restricted license. You need a restricted license for that. <clears throat> and then even if you get it, <clears throat> it has to be in your house in the safe, or it can be at the range, and that's it. Can't be anyplace else. You can't have it in the bush. Can't have it anyplace. Huh? So, and if you want to take it to the range, you got to call the the firearms chief and say like, "Hey, I'm moving my weapon." So wow. it's best to just buy a handgun on the street or print one or whatever. Because the other thing about that restricted license is I'm pretty sure the cops then can come in your house whenever you want. Yeah. Which is kind of shitty, whereas a regular firearms license doesn't. And I mean, I got like an SKS and shit, so it's really just the handgun. Yeah. And there's like, I don't think you can get AR-15s and shit here anymore. But I don't know. I'm exempt from that stuff because I'm an Indian. But I know you can still get an SKS, and you can buy that shit for like, I think it's like four hundred bucks for fifteen hundred rounds or something like that at Cabela's. Wow. And you can go get a Chinese one with a fucking bayonet on the end of it for like three hundred bucks. I, that's I what my brother has. Buy like three of those fucking things. My brother's got one with them, the bayonet on the end. Yeah, thousand bucks. Spend another thousand bucks on ammo. Throw it in the fucking back of your thing. And you know you just got it. Yeah, that's that's you. You can have a better fucking insurance policy for the end of the fucking world because <laughs> a you can fucking defend yourself, and you got a couple to give your buddies to help and defend you. When Graham shows up here and finally admits that yes, we need guns, then I can hand him a gun so he can watch my back. And not only that, all the other like my two seventies, my my hunting rifle. And I got enough rounds for that that would last me a long time, like you know, probably a decade. If if I if it came down to it, and you're like not fucking around, and you're, this is your meat gun. Yeah. Then I probably got enough rounds to last me, you know, five, six, eight, ten years, depending on what I shoot and how many times I have to shoot it. And then to get more than that, it starts to get fucking expensive because it's like three bucks around, you know, for that fucking gun. Whereas these other ones are like 10 cents a piece or five cents a piece or less than that. So it's like, and I mean, I don't care. I mean, if it's an apocalypse, I'll fucking shoot a deer with an SKS. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's 
<laughs> there probably I mean, won't be that, any laws at that, that point. Be, that what is, like, what is that for people that don't know guns? Like, it's it like sounds a, like a uh, Russian gun or something. Is it a Russian gun? It's like a AK-47, basically, but just a different kind. <laughs> it's different, like a different model, different everything. I'm sure some. Is it a North American? Is it made in North gun? America? No, or? no, no. no. Is it Russia? Chinese. I said Chinese. Chinese. Oh, okay, Chinese. Yeah. I said Chinese several times. I think it's Russian made originally, but I don't know. I'm sure some. I'm not a big gun person. It comes from a, China. A gun. I'm good at using them for the things I need them for, but I'm sure there's some gun people that are just like this. Oh, it's a fucking. You know, I don't know where the fuck it comes from. Dude, Ben, Ben, my my brother. If his brother was on tonight, he would tell you exactly where it came. He's gonna kick his own dick in for not being on here. Like, oh, I know. (laughs) Super big gun guy. Yeah, he's all about the guns. We have some of his guns here because he's on a naval base and isn't allowed to have them. So we were just storing them in our home. You know. Oh wow. Yeah, I had the SKS here with the bayonet for quite some time. Yeah, we had an SKS. Quite the fucking experience. It was my first one. What was that? It's massive, massive fucking beast. What is it? An elk. Oh, an elk. Last I missed the first, I my part first elk. Nice. It's fucking huge. That's awesome. How many pounds do you think? Or did you weigh it? Do you guys use pounds? Oh, yeah. Kilos? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. I got. Uh, I'll probably end up with 250 pounds of meat off it when I'm done. When Jesus. I'm done everything. I just fed Graham Jesus. some of that shit before the show. Nice. He was a little about taken aback by the. It was like Flintstone style ribs. I mean, <laughs> is it gamey? Does it taste gamey? No, it was gamey. What? No, not at all. No, no elk nice. wouldn't have any game to it at all. People nice. pay big bucks for elk for farmed elk. Hell yeah! Elk and moose pretty much have zero gaminess to them. Antelope have zero gaminess to them. Oh wow! Um, the deer, I mean, it's really the deer. The deer the deer can get pretty gamey, but I make sausage with all my deer so you don't notice. Oh, you came to my house and I could feed awesome. you anything and you wouldn't know any of it was, <laughs> not was wild or not. My kids don't know the difference. so Especially if you don't oh, that, tell them. That matters. Kids well, they you. know. I mean, they're around for most of the, the process, but we make jerky and pepperettes and all the fun stuff too, so... That's yeah, cool. we had a one of my friends shot a bear. He's actually killed a few bears, but he uh, he made bear sausage. See, I wouldn't have been a big fan of it either, but he made bear sausage and then made biscuits and gravy out of it. Fucking great. Couldn't tell at all. But as far as a bear steak, he said it's a little wonky sometimes. It's a little greasy. Yeah, a little fatty. <laughs> I'm going to end up having to eat some bear. I've only like sampled bear over my life where I've never shot one. I've sampled it, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, but I mean it's like whitetail. I mean, yeah, I'm not a big well, whitetail fan either. I'm pretty good. I mean, if you can get them out in the fields or at the end of the year when they're eating good, you could probably make some half decent sausage out of them. Well, if but it's the apocalypse, we'll eat in the it. Spring, they're fucking piney as fuck. That's what oh, I imagine. Weird. Like a bear, but I want a bearskin rug, so I'm gonna have to eat a bear. At some point, <laughs> to justify the rug. Yes. Thank you for your sacrifice, Bear. You are now on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was Bear sausage gravy. It barely tasted like anything else besides the. I mean, there gravy. was biscuits and gravy in there too, so it was yeah. all kind of mashed up together. Well, that's that's the, what you got to do. Is you got to figure out. You start to learn what cuts might be gamey or what cuts might be a little tougher. 
and you like, I'll even mark on mine, like that's the taco or the spaghetti sauce or, you know, use that <laughs> for that kind of shit. And fucking nobody knows the difference. You don't notice the gaminess. You, you know, you once you grind it up, fucking nobody knows the difference. Well, you grind you it up and add some chili powder. Your, you would not want to see your ground beef before it becomes, I mean, the shit they're selling us in the supermarket for ground beef is like the shit they're scraping off the floor at the end of the day. I guarantee uh. it. Don't tell Graham that. There's one thing home butchering has taught me is that that grind pile is like I, the stuff that they're marinating or like making it a sausage at the grocery store. Stay the fuck away from that. And my buddy Grim Steaks Butcher at the store, and he even confirmed. He's like, anything marinated? No. He's like, oh, really? It's the old stuff? Reason. They, it's because it's old uh, and they're trying to hide that it's gross. My so coworker was just talking smell. about that too. He's like, anything pre-marinated, you don't know how fucking old that piece of meat is. I'm like, God damn, you just ruined Costco tri-tips for me. Didn't you just Fuck. buy one yesterday? Yeah. What the hell? Well, this so is why we have these conversations ground, so I can learn shit. The regular ground beef would be the stuff that doesn't even make it on a tri-tip. You know, it's just like, I have a separate bin usually that as you're cutting it, just stuff goes in the bin. And at the end of the day, Half that ends up as dog food, Ugh. and half that ends up as ground this or that or sausage. But I mean, at the grocery store, that's all going into the fucking sausage or the hot dogs. They're not they're not feeding any fucking dogs. I guarantee fucking it. Costco is using every part of the fucking animal. Ugh, okay. Nasty shit! You just wrecked ground beef. All right. <sighs> I'm sure ground turkey probably isn't better. Chocolate milk mix. What? Just get a meat grinder and just do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, we're gonna have to eventually. To we have a butcher that, up here that that's great. You'll need eventually to mm-hmm. when you guys get into hunting. Yeah. yeah, or if you have to eat your neighbor at some point, like Alex Jones says, I mean, you're gonna want a grinder for that. <laughs> totally. I mean, it's really just take the fucking hind quarters and move on. <laughs> Leave the fuck torso. I think it's worth I don't think it's worth salvaging anything about the. I was just having this conversation yesterday, actually. I don't think it's worth salvaging anything above the waist of a human. I really know, not unless it's like a big dude. Maybe you go for the back straps. Yeah, but I think you just take the hind quarters and on to the next one. There's plenty of them running around. Well, I imagine, especially if it's a big, muscly dude, it's going to be tough arms, anyway. No, arms will be okay. No, the biceps are going to be arm, tough. You have to cook that shit bone in or sausage it. It's going to be sinewy. It's got to be slow cooked, be... too. Maybe smoked. Yeah. The yeah. thought you process that you have. Steaks off the ass. <laughs> no, no, you guys got a couple restaurants in California that specialize in this stuff, don't you? What? Nice what? Thigh. You could Human? fucking cut some steaks off that. No, yeah, I would, I would eat my neighbor's what? ass. Controversy with Chrissy Teigen and her, uh, she was what friends or oh I did yeah I did hear something about that I think that's yeah no it's not dude I went to the website I went to the website too guess what it's it's totally fake because I own Gramerica all the Gramerica sites and one day that that might be something someone be like. There's a website at Graham doing all this stuff. Yeah, but it talks about the menu items and it talks oh, yeah, about all fake. that stuff it's and fake. it's fake, yeah. It's, it's just fake, fake yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fake. She it's just fake. said that she would eat it if she had the opportunity and then everyone attacked her for it. I, I don't read. doubt it like, that no, there's... No, she, there was links to a bunch of people that own this restaurant. Like the... Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt it, that I happens. I thought it was fake. I, don't, I, I, I don't, got... I don't think human meat's real. tastes like pork. I think we're closer related to pigs than we think. Yeah. Huh. Can we just go like this with your nose? 
It's the pigs and the monkeys thing. I mean, I, I can't leave that alone. I really think that's why this is why Jews and Arabs don't eat fucking pork, I think, because I don't it's think they close. know anymore or, or why or, you know, they got different reasons for it. But I think it's because fucking we're closer related to these fucking pigs and we think close to the monkeys probably. Uh, there's definitely people eating people somewhere. Definitely in some tribal communities. No offense, Darren, but definitely in some tribal communities out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> Can- Darren, cannibals. You're right. You're right. Snopes got it. Katy Perry, Meryl Streep, and Chelsea Clinton are members of an elite cannibal restaurant in Los Angeles. False. I should be Snopes. Oh, is that Snopes? If, if Snopes said it, then it's oh, got to be false. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Snopes. <laughs> Fucking Snopes. Did you, did you know, uh, did you know, did, have you heard that Bill Gates funds Snopes? That's some random ass shit I heard one time. I haven't looked into it, but it, uh, it would make sense. Checkers, you wouldn't believe who funds all the fact checkers. It's disgusting how they even get away with all that. I wonder if Bill Gates or donate to us. Just so. It's, it's mind boggling how they're allowed to actually be funded by people with political and organizations with political stake and stuff. And then they get to do all that. It's, it's, it's mind boggling. What the fuck is fact checking anyway? I think that's so dumb. Everyone has some people are like the Kardashians are the best thing ever. And no one fact checks that shit. Like, no, in fact, they suck. Nobody fact checks anything. It's just all of the. I think Tripoli says shit. that they don't censor bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but why? It doesn't matter. Someone could be like COVID's fake and vaccine, whatever. If you really think that's going to harm the community, like that person is going to influence that many people i just don't i don't get it uh, it's almost to the point now where if they fact check something it's it's the opposite of what they say i mean they're doing it for sure because it's true that's my general rule is anytime the media says something or says something against something else i'm like i'm gonna look into that a little bit because i don't believe you yeah i just don't take in any of that stuff i deleted the news thing off my phone and, uh, I mean, I'm in a couple chat groups that keep me more up to date than I'd like to be most of the time, <laughs> but I like these guys, so I put up with it. But I, I kid, I, you know, I think the, my, my, my approach to it all is to just not, not, uh, not participate, not pay attention. I think my attention is more valuable than my money. And my money's pretty valuable too, so I don't spend that at any of these fucking shitholes anymore. Like Walmart doesn't get any of my money, Home Depot doesn't get any of my money. I drive to Strathmore, go to the fucking local place, and Costco. I mean, I've never been a big Costco guy, but any at any fucking step where I can, I'm buying from a small business now because, um, and you know what it was is when Walmart went through a brief phase here where they told you not to bring your kids. And I remember what? seeing the sign and it just left what? a real bad fucking taste in my mouth. And I was just like, you know what? If my fucking kids can't come here, I'm done. And, you know, since then, it's just been sort of one thing after another that it's time for me to sort of practice what I preach and put my money where my mouth is when I tell everyone, you know, that these is, this is how you get another a better world, not like that. Yeah. It's not by voting. It's by what you're paying attention to and what you're spending your money on. I mean, you... You can vote for whoever the fuck you want, but if you're still spending a thousand bucks a month at Walmart and Costco, the world's never going to fucking change. Yeah. And until those places cease to exist because people stop shopping at them. And I mean, it's tough. I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm 
I'm sort of in a blessed position where I've, I've got a, a, you know, enough money that I can afford to, I mean, the money I save on meat helps, but I've, I can afford to, you know, not go to Walmart to load up on all my groceries. And, and I get that, but you know, we can't, nobody's perfect. Maybe, maybe if you can't afford to not get your groceries at Walmart, because that's the cheapest place, maybe you could just, you know, not bother watching fucking cable or Netflix or fill in the blank, you know, find some ways to cut that back. And before you know it, you'll just be like, it'll happen. It takes, it'll happen. Though it seems like fast, but you know, all of a sudden five years ago by and you just, you don't have any of that shit anymore and you're not paying attention to it, whether it's social media or Hollywood or chain stores or block stores or, you know, fill yeah. in the blank. Now, you, I think it was you, Darren, that said that you had, uh, you've got your TV watching down to what, like an hour a week on Netflix, and it's The Office because it's <laughs> one of the most non-agenda shows you could watch. Yeah, that was Darren. I started a new show. Oh, did you? Which one? Yeah, the The Last Kingdom, I think. Hmm. Only because I found out that it's about a book series I'm reading. So now I'm like watching it to see how it is compared to the book. So far, I'm not impressed. <laughs> but I'm going to keep going. But yeah, I try to, uh, uh, if I if I watch more than two hours in a week, then I'd be feeling like uh, you get a roll back for sure. You know, yeah. definitely no more than three hours a week. That'd be way too much, in my opinion. What do you do instead? If you want to like, well, I like do podcasts and make audio books and, you know, hunt and process my own food and make my own sausage and, you know, all the stuff that I tell people I do that they're like, holy fuck, how you do that shit? <laughs> well, I, I don't watch TV. And no, that's the, amazing. The one, the one bit of entertainment that I do let in other than this stupid fucking phone that takes more time than it's worth is is my audio books which i do do a lot of like i probably almost do a hundred this year and uh oh, but wow. when i do that that's like while i'm driving around hunting yeah or while i'm processing an animal or when i got a couple of young kids too i mean i'm a fucking busy guy i, <laughs> I you know i barely have before you know it, you don't see where you even had time to watch TV before. And it becomes very much a treat. So to sit down with my girlfriend on a Saturday night and watch two episodes of a show is like a big deal. You know, it's relaxing, yeah. it's yeah. chill, you're into it. And it's not just like everything else, you know? It seems like yeah. how that it used to be, at least when I was growing up, like watching TV was like a half hour a day and it was Jeopardy at the end of the night. And it was like, that was, <laughs> that was the TV watching for the day. And it was like, oh, Jeopardy's over. Damn it. Oh, rest in peace, Alex Trebek too. Fuck. Yeah, we fell in a trap. I mean, you know, it's interesting as, is one of the, one of the, and it's actually it's because remember the other day the conversation came up about a good thing the Nazis did. And I was actually, so I, I started looking around and one of the things that, one of the points they had is one of the good things the Nazis did was they, they rolled out a radio to every home and uh, they made sure every single home had a radio on it. And it's like, well, we know now that that was so that they could fucking fill them full of fucking propaganda. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to start really thinking about the TV and the social media and the computer and all that stuff in the same way, because now it's not just, 
you can't just go from the TV to Netflix and say, I don't have cable, but I'm watching, you know, 50 hours of Netflix a week. Or, you know, I'm on Twitter six well, I mean, hours you, and you can see I'm watching it. fucking eight hours of YouTube a week. It's just got to be video. So that's why I just subjugated as video. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. If it's the only thing that doesn't count is if it's like a tutorial on how to learn to do this or how to do that or, you know, that sort of stuff. I don't count yeah. that so much. But... Everything else has to count. Well, otherwise. and look what's happened, right? I mean, look what's happened to the population in the world. I mean, that meme that, that, you, that, me meme exactly that you sent out. That's happens from watching too much. You know, that's from like 20 years of watching. And I was right there, like five, six years ago, seven years ago, for sure. I'm watching, you know, three, four, five hours of TV a day, whether it's hockey game or the Netflix or a movie every night or the news or, you know, fill in the blank. And then you take that four or five hours and times that by seven and then times that by 52 and then times that by 10 and there's your decade. And just think of all the shit you could have done instead of doing that. That's the stuff where people are like living that, not everyone, but when people are like doing that side biz or hustling or living that, you know, how they do that. Well, that's, that's how they did that is they just utilize that time a little bit properly so that if you, if you don't have any money to invest, then, you know, you've probably got six hours a day, maybe at least four hours a day that you could scare up to fucking invest in your future instead of giving it to a bunch of people that don't want the best for you. They just want your money or your whatever. Well, now lucky, they want more. I mean, look lucky, what's happening. They just want your money. That's the best case scenario is they're trying to get your money out of you some backhanded way. The worst case they're scenario good is they trying too. to steal your life. Well, and the worst case scenario is they're, they're lo- yeah, now they're stealing it all. Right? Like stealing hundreds it all. and hundreds and hundreds of millions of hours a month are getting stolen from people just staring at their phone or at their TV or fill in the blank. I mean, that's what I do is I just live life. I live my life instead of watching other people live different variations of what I think life should look like. And even after doing that for like 35 years, I'm still fighting that off, you know, but the less TV you watch too, the more you'll notice this, like, nor, you know, maybe there aren't as many weird people or just, you know, all these sort of weird sort of things are being awkward and in crowds or all those things sort of start to go away. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because you're not watching as much or you're not comparing as much or, I mean, I'm doing all sorts of crazy shit that could be. Could be helping with that sort of stuff, but um, I definitely don't think people should be watching TV and video really at all. I, I really think that'll be one of the biggest things we'll look back as being like the the 90s and the early 2000s of television just sort of... And I think it used to be cool, and I think a little bit of TV's okay, but I think it's super, super hijacked and like super fucking... A bunch of people that don't want the best for you have been hired. Well, by... if you if you don't watch the news for a while, like I was talking to my friend today, and she said she doesn't watch the news at all. And she was at the dentist, and she saw the news, and she was like, "Oh my god, no wonder why everybody's <laughs> freaking out." I mean, it really is a shock if you don't watch it, and then you watch it for a half hour. You're like, "Oh my god, no wonder why the whole population is freaking out because they're yeah. just giving you this fear porn over and over." That's based on, and you can tell it, they're leaving a bunch of information out or they're only telling you what they want you to hear. 
I mean, it's full-blown propaganda. I mean, it's so bad right now. Usually if I watch a movie now, it's got to be an old movie because if it's like one of these new movies that someone throws out, it's just like, oh, my God. It's like <laughs> it's pretty terrible what passes, what passes for Maybe it was always that bad, but I don't think so. Well, I, I think, think almost almost everything, wrong. whether it's movies or not, is just there's some propaganda in literally everything. That could be my conspiracy theorist mind working, but every time I watch something, I can't help but pick out all these little things, and I'm like, that's such blatant like programming or something. There's something weird about this whole thing. Yeah, well, that seems to be, you know, arguably that could be what one of those things that ended up like, fucking dooming America is like that whole Hollywood experiment. I don't know if it was from the get-go that was the plan, or if it but, got hijacked. but clearly somewhere along the way it got hijacked by people that wanted to manipulate, you know, and like I say, at the very least, it's for ad dollars, and that got out of hand into fucking, you know, convincing women they're not good-looking enough or men they're not tall enough or too bald or fucking fill in the fucking blank. But wouldn't that know, be a operation project project operation mockingbird on the ugly side of it? Yeah, it makes a real good slave when they're just too worried when they're more worried about what's going on on friends after work than the fact that, you know, the government just invaded another country or blah, blah, blah. I mean, I guess right now, to me, this is what we get is a bunch of people that believe this more than the fact that nobody they know has gotten really sick or. You know, hopefully they don't know anyone that's died because most people probably don't know anyone that's fucking died from COVID. Yeah. Most people know anyone that's got really sick from COVID. But yeah, I don't like that argument, though. If that, you're looking that... at screens and TVs, you think there's a fucking bunch of people fucking getting COVID all over the place and it's coming to get you. Yeah, I don't. We haven't seen that here for sure. Yeah, not here. My family's from Massachusetts, though, and it's real hyped up there. Everyone's all locked down and crazy there and my sister is a nurse at mass general hospital in boston so she's seen people come in but um she said it's not as many as uh i don't know she's very uh she's very like pro-biden like wear a mask but she's also not seeing like a mass surge of people coming in and dying from covid and then she also said people would come in and uh if they were really sick and couldn't speak English, the doctor would be like, COVID, put them on a ventilator, like, right away. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of scary. I, I heard that on No Agenda where they talked about a, a nurse very similar to that where they said, yeah, there's a lot of people coming in now, uh, but they're they're leaving uh, quicker. They're recovering faster. They're not dying as much directly from COVID. Yeah. So. We had a friend who tested positive for COVID and then uh, her entire family got sick at her, you know, her kids and stuff. And then they all tested negative for COVID. So yay testing. It totally works. Yeah. So uh, the doctor, though, said that the strain has mutated and they've been saying that for and months. it's been better. And that's why people aren't getting as sick. But I was impressed with the doctor for saying that instead of trying to push fear. Yeah. He was at least yeah. like, no, it's getting better. Thank God there's a doctor out there who's not like, no, it's crazy. Everyone's going to die. Take this vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, but then too bad that doesn't get into the mainstream narrative. You know, that this isn't yeah. the virality of this thing has gone down. I mean, there's still people getting tested positive, but that doesn't mean they're sick and that doesn't mean they're going to die. Well, it kind of ties into the whole uh, 
the whole uh, Biden Harris thing. Like the, have you seen all the stuff? I mean, I know Darren, you probably haven't, but Graham, have you seen anything on Instagram about all the fact checking about the election? <clears throat> every oh, time yeah. it's, it's well, we're on Facebook too, but every every three scrolls, there's like facts about the election. There is no <laughs> fraud. There's no evidence of fraud. And it's like there fucking is how. And I could give a fuck less oh, yeah. about the election. Like, I'm not Googling facts about the election, but it's, like, popping up on my Facebook feed. I'm just trying to, like, see pictures of my family. Yeah, I really don't give a shit like, either way which one becomes president. But there's something fucky going on here, and they're just adamantly ignoring it or saying it, you know, at least ignoring it, but at most saying it's false. And it's like, there's something going on here that you're not paying, you're not, reporting on what what are we doing yeah there's lots i mean there's there's too much it gets suspect that it's like if you go deep enough into the conspiracy this is on purpose it's to set everybody up that this is going to be a biden thing trump going to steal it in the courts he's going to flip out they've been saying that for months yes i'm still pretty sure that that's what's going to happen i mean i don't like to make any predictions here because who knows what everything going on in 2020 but that's a legit reality is he's still going to steal it back and uh, they're going to flip out and everybody's not going to be prepared at all. They're going to be like, what do you mean? How could that have happened? This is all. And the, the whole thing is going to be Trump has stolen this from Biden and the whole narrative will be flipped and it'll be, you know, civil war probably. I mean, on, that seems I, I think we're, me, we're already in a, like a, a mental civil war or what other people have called an information civil war. <laughs> like there's definitely two sides going on here and we're not shooting each other yet for the most part, but. I don't know why people give two shits about Biden or Trump. They both suck. Like, seriously, why do you want either one of them? Because what, what, what ends up happening, I think, and this is, this is where I'm at, especially with the amount of fraud of the election. The amount, when you really look at the, and the way they stopped counting in the middle of the night and all that, you think that they, they pushed everything they could into making sure that Biden got this because Trump could stop this great reset i mean i really do feel like that he he's in the way of it he's in the way of the globalist takeover it does seem I mean, like how that do you, how do you not see it that way when they did everything in their power to to steal this election well that's what uh the only thing i had with trump is that i didn't give a shit one way or the other but the fact that the media hates him so much and that there's so much pushback against this dude i hate the media so friend of my friend or what is it how's that go enemy of my enemy is my friend whatever but uh yeah just the the fact that everybody's so aggro against this dude makes me want to look into it at the least i'm not super pro trump but definitely not fucking pro biden either no he can be an idiot and he's done a lot of shitty things too i mean but it's it's the tds stuff that when people are basing their their hate on trump on fake news which drives me nuts it's it's just complete programming from the media and I've been following de- deconstruction of the media like with no agenda for eight, nine years. And now all of a sudden that pushes me to one side because I don't believe the media. Now all of a sudden people think you're a Trump supporter. Like you can't even just call out call out both sides. They still think you're on the right side because yeah. you call it the left. Well, and if you don't if you don't denounce Trump, you're automatically pro Trump. I've, I've found that oh, out. Oh, yeah, that's what my parents said to me. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can vote for an 80-year-old man for president. And my mom was like, oh, you're a Trump supporter? And I was like, no, no, I didn't <laughs> say that. I just, I'm just trying to fucking figure it out. Are you assuming like, my gender? 
<laughs> nah, I voted third party. Fuck him. I just don't think voting fucking matters anyway, but I do it just so people, you know, the, oh, if you don't vote, you can't bitch. Yeah, I fucking can. Listen to me. I'll yeah. bitch all day. If you don't, you can bitch because you didn't vote for these people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't my choice. I didn't, I did not consent to any of it. This is yeah. none of my fucking mess. That's how I look at it. Anyway. It's really showing how deep the state is. I mean, it's a mess. It's a yeah, it's a disaster. The reason the media hates on Trump so much is that he could lock y'all in your houses without you freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Hang on. It really seems like he seems like a real a real companion to the to the far right. And I don't yeah. mean that in the sense of like white supremacists or any of the KKK or any of that fucking people. I'm talking about the people who take the Constitution really fucking seriously and might actually fucking raise a real fucking stink, not a pretend Antifa BLM stink, a real fucking stink when states start telling them, they, the government starts telling them they can't leave their houses. And I think that and people say, well, it wasn't Trump, it was the Democrats. Yeah, but I think Trump and the Democrats are playing a very fucking, they were dancing a very nice dance to make it seem like, you know, someone was always trying to fucking fight for you or someone's got your back or you know just don't worry you don't I think have every to president this, in the history of the world has done that hands because we've got your back and i think that's still playing out to a certain extent yeah i don't know what the election's gonna pull out in that i don't i don't i don't know i don't really care who wins but um I mean, I think if Trump was smart, he'd just hang him up and go back in four years if he really cares. I mean, take four years off, reevaluate. <laughs> Maybe go play some golf. Well, the, the Great Reset is upon us, the global technocratic takeover. I mean, Trump is fighting for the free nations of the world now, Darren. I can't Not just America. <laughs> how people can, can be living in a world where freedom is lower than it's ever been in my lifetime. Censorship is higher than... And we're talking about this has all happened in the last fucking two or three years. Yeah. Right? I'll agree on that. It's that, China. That freedom's gone down fucking exponentially in, in the last three or four years. China. And that censorship's gone up exponentially in the last... Right? We China. Agree? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Trump's been in charge for fucking all of those. And people want to tell me that he's going to fucking save the day? It's not, okay. it's, he's not in charge of If it of wasn't that. for him, it would be worse, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I just Possibly, would, I just don't think, I don't think there's anything anyone can do. I can't imagine sorry, what it would look like with Hillary. Level, it's just, sorry, we control shit from here, buddy. This is all you get to do. Good job. Give him you better opportunity because the fucking, the, the constitutionalists might have fucking burned the place down. They probably would not have put up with a Hillary presidency and a bunch of people locking in their houses. I really don't think they would have. I don't. That's not. That's more of the left's uh... and president that constantly saying, you know, he's going to lock people up and drain the swamp. And you're all like, it's all right. Fuck. I mean, listen to Graham. Graham thinks Trump's <laughs> going to fucking save the day. I mean, there's a bunch of people that think Trump's going to save the day, so they're not out saving the day. That's what I think. I didn't say he's going to save the day. You, I think you, well, it seems you, like you it seems it. like he can. It's, I, I'm saying it seems like it. I don't know what I agree with yet. I'm not. Yeah, I, I say it seems like he's in the way of the globalist takeover. It really does seem like that. Look at how bad they had to win. Look at how bad that. they cheated to win. Yeah. They, you think Biden got that many votes? You got fucking Stockholm syndrome, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know a shitload of people who voted for Biden for real. 
And I, <laughs> it's very surprising, but it's fine. Like it's, it's fine. It's Everyone not surprising to me because they're not voting for Biden. They're voting against Trump. Yes, That's they're just all like, they're doing. We hate Trump so much. We're going to vote for this almost 80 year old man who caresses people in public on video. And we don't care about that. We just hate Trump so much that we're going to vote for this dude. And they don't care. One of our friends said he'd crawl over glass, over broken glass to vote for Biden. I was like, that's, wow. fuck, that's fucking extreme for that. <laughs> and Biden's the epitome of the, of the deep state and the corruption of the American politics. I mean, and Trump, I'm not saying Trump isn't. He's he probably is, in that. I mean, if you look he at knows, Darren, Darren would say he he's is, totally but Biden that. is the overt one. He's, they're the ones that are saying burn down America, get rid of America. And Trump's actually at least saying, let's be free and let's bring the jobs back to America. I mean, at least he's, he's saying that. The other side, the left, is saying, let's burn it down. I mean, how, like, they're anti American, overtly. So I don't understand how people can say Biden's any better than Trump when he's been 47 years, he's been one of the most corrupt politicians, laundering money through China and Ukraine. I mean, all that bullshit. How can they? It's just, it's really just Every showing how sucks, bad like... the deep state is that he even, I mean, we thought they were setting him up to fail. That they picked Biden because yeah. he would. There's no way he could win because he was such a bumbling idiot. I know. And he that's... picked Kamala Harris, and she will be our president. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, don't, I still don't think Biden will ever actually be the president, but. Oh, he might be for a little bit, but eh. I don't know yeah. if he'll live it's out his term. Now. I think his clone is starting to short out. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, it's good because it's showing everybody how fucked it up, how fucked up it is, how fucked up the elections are, how fucked up the deep state is. Well, it's showing some people, Uh, there's still people that are out there burying their fucking head in the sand, just believing whatever CNN says, just parroting that. And I I told you, we've had experience with that. I was talking to my friends. It sounded like I was talking to the fucking news. I'm like, do you have a single thought in your head that's your own? Or is it all taken over right now? Well, you know what, to to expand on that a little bit, none of us do. I mean, other than go out and fucking see in the bush or whatever you see in your day to day, I mean, it's all... It's all fucking ones and zeros now. That's where we're at. All Graham's information is ones and zeros. Someone else's information is ones and zeros, whether that's forming CNN or Facebook or whatever the fuck. We're in this world where everyone can prove whatever the fuck they want with different set of facts or a different set of articles or a different... I mean, we're, we're past the point of facts. Facts don't matter anymore. The truth doesn't matter anymore. There's a, The truth is subjective. The yep. facts are subjective. Everything is fucking subjective and polarized and now partisanized, if that's a fucking word. <laughs> yeah, Sounds you like can it still, You can Makes still sense, see, like, especially with COVID and the official data and the, the well, stuff that I they're seeing see, themselves. All the, all the data I actually see is stuff presented to me on a screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. What I actually see in my real life is nothing. Nobody getting sick, nobody doing anything. So this is why well, I you, you know a couple people that got sick. You know, you know a couple no, they're of people not getting that, sick. That's the thing. You know a couple of people that got not sick. sick, though. I know, but they did. If there's get no sick. test, they would have never known they had anything other than a seasonal allergies or a seasonal <laughs> flu or whatever the fuck. So what I actually see in my life is nothing. So it's best to just ignore those. Again, it comes down to that just ignoring the screens. I because like that. I, I do That's think great. that we've become hyper fucking hyper polarized because of phones and Twitter and algorithms kind of, you know, we can't put up with. But it's in your backyard. I mean, it's in your front yard. You can't go 
to your parents. You can get fined. You can get arrested. You can't uh, go to go to go to a shop without a mask. Who's the president? You know. Well, I'm talking about us here yeah. in Canada. I mean, who's the president? Look what's happening. But who's the president? <laughs> who's the president? Justin Trudeau. Who's president of the states right now? I don't care who the president of the states is. Well, so the only argument with that, though, is that Trump wasn't the one setting the individual state mandates. Newsom is the one going, you can't have more than, you know, so many people at Thanksgiving and uh, only a 10-pound turkey. Like, Trump wasn't saying that shit. I'll I'll only defend him on that point. That's how politics has become, be started to affect us personally. No, my argument Because we have different freedoms in Alberta than they do in Ontario. Barely. Barely more Barely. freedom. Ours are worse now. But I mean, Darren can stop paying attention to his screen all he wants, but we're locked. We're locked down. I mean, people at work are now wearing a mask indoors. People <laughs> wearing them outdoors. Like it's affecting us personally, right? So I mean, you can ignore all that all you want, but it's happening in real life now too. So to staring at your phone or watching the news help that or make it? Which way do you think it propels that? I don't know if if I'm listening to your show and several other shows that have these other opinions definitely helps. Like I, I go to work and I, I wear my mask on my chin so that I don't get sent home. They will literally send me home. And after 14 days of refusing to wear a mask, I'm terminated. I can't really, I don't have a choice with that. Like I have kids, I have things, I have things I have to pay for. Um, But I think some media helps depending on what you're listening to. I try to pay attention to some of it on the other side and some of it on the other side. Yeah. Just to get kind of a balanced, a balanced zero and one opinion of all this stuff. Cause I'm out there, I'm out there in the world every day. I have to pay attention to some of this shit cause I can get in trouble going in certain businesses without a mask on. They'll call my boss and be like, your courier wasn't wearing a mask. Like, I have to pay attention to some of it as much as I try to distance myself from most of it. I do have to pay attention to some of it, and it sucks. But that's why vacation last we week like was so fucking great. Shit. Like, we don't watch CNN or MSNBC. Like, we never, ever watch the news. But we'll look at our phone occasionally, pull something up to be like, Let's see what what's they're going saying. on in our crazy world today? Not sure if it's true, but just want to make sure it hasn't been destroyed or we're allowed to drive our car without wearing a mask while we're alone in the car. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's crazy shit going on. So Are we, we having to strap dildos to our forehead like, we now? We don't watch TV like where we have the news on, you know, in our home, watching it, watching them speak all crazily. But we'll pull up our phone occasionally and look like, uh, okay, like the local news station to see what's going on around here. Because they have um, actually a lot of cool stuff, too. Like, uh, the cops around here were going to not um, enforce the curfew. They enforced a curfew? What was it, after 10.30 or something? Newsom said something about a 10 o'clock curfew. We have a couple here. cop friends, and they're like, yeah, we're not doing shit and about all the that, local Was that a state? Officers. Was that a state curfew? Or? Yeah, yeah, California. Yeah, and uh, the what's local the, what's police What's the purpose of that? Like, uh, the COVIDs don't come uh, out after no, 10. It's, it's to not go to... <laughs> It's because they don't want people gathering at bars. They don't want people going out and drinking at bars together because that is the biggest spread of COVID. I they mean, basically that's what don't I got want what we're article. doing right now. But <laughs> yeah, no, they just didn't want people gathering at like bars and restaurants after dark, you know, when people go out and drink. They didn't want that to happen because apparently it's big for the COVIDs. That's a super spreader event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks guys for coming on. We'll let you go. Yeah, I'm not going to prolong this. I got to work tomorrow. Kids have school. Well, one of the thanks kids is school. Thanks for talking about random shit with us. <laughs> no, no problem. No, it's nice to yet. meet you guys. Yeah. School's yeah, been... not canceled yet. My daughter's school's canceled, but his son's isn't. So 
He has to go to school. My daughter has distance learning. But we'll see how much longer that lasts. It's fucking stupid. (laughs) Is it an age thing? Here they made it so all the kids who are like around 12 have to stay home. That might be. Yeah, yeah my daughter's they fourteen. Divided on the kids yeah. that can legally be left home alone without supervision. Oh, uh, interesting. That is, su- I did not think of it that way. But yeah, all the high schools are fine. But yeah, the ele- his kids in elementary school. My daughter's in high school, so makes sense. Yeah, here they started at like twelve years old. If you're twelve, you stay the fuck home. Wow. <laughs> the COVID zone attacked the younger kids. You know that. <sighs> all right, guys. Well, they might, but it's good for their immune system. You have a good night. Thanks, guys. All, All right. right. Talk Thanks to you later. Guys. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.